Hello everyone, this is Justin Vaughn with Miramed Global Services. Today's article is an update on COVID relief requirements, extension of usage and reporting deadlines. Let's begin. Ah, summer's remembered in a time before smartphones and social media. The car is packed and the kids have climbed into their designated seats. Mom and Dad are in the front, excited to get this vacation on the road. They have all mentally readied themselves for the ride. The Atlantic coast awaits and the beach is beckoning. But before they can pull out of the garage, they hear the phone ringing just inside the door. Dad reluctantly goes in to check who it is, in the off chance it's an emergency or otherwise important. Big mistake. Or perhaps fortuitous. There's been a death in the extended family. The trip in tatters and the kids in disbelief, they and the luggage must now be dislodged from the car. This is a true story. It's repeated here as a reminder that the firmest of plans can suddenly change. But unlike our story, sometimes they change for the better. There's recently been a change of plans by the federal government that will positively affect many of America's hospitals. This section is entitled, A Bit of Background. In an effort to provide emergency assistance to healthcare entities during the COVID crisis, the government rushed a series of measures into law. Among these were the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, or CARES Act, the Paycheck Protection Program and Healthcare Enhancement Act, and the Coronavirus Response and Relief Supplemental Appropriations Act of 2021. Together, these laws provided $178 billion for the Public Health and Social Services Emergency Fund to reimburse providers for health care expenses or lost revenues attributable to COVID. As always, there were strings attached to the government assistance. Early on, healthcare entities were given a set of expectations that had to be met once these emergency funds were accessed. In July of last year, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS, began issuing notices on post-payment reporting requirements. Then, on January 15 of this year, HHS issued updated requirements that included portal registration for fund recipients and a June 30 cutoff date for using the funds. The section is entitled, A New Standard is Set. Last month, the American Hospital Association, or AHA, sent a letter to HHS asking the agency to extend the June 30 deadline. The rationale for this request was that hospitals and health systems continue to incur expenses and difficulties related to COVID, such as the following, ensuring an adequate workforce, acquiring equipment and supplies such as personal protective equipment, pharmaceuticals and safety equipment, and maintaining testing and additional screening for every hospital patient. The AHA's letter to HHS stressed that healthcare entities, quote, should be able to apply their PRF funds toward these costs 
which they will undoubtedly continue to incur beyond June 30 and through the end of the PHE, end quote. The AHA letter, in tandem with HHS's continued monitoring of COVID's impact on the industry, eventually led to the agency's decision to extend the June 30 deadline. Here are the details of the changes to the reporting requirements according to HHS's own website. First, the period of availability of funds will now be based on the date the payment is received rather than requiring all payments to be used by June 30, 2021, regardless of when they were received. Second, recipients are required to report for each payment received period in which they received one or more payments exceeding in the aggregate $10,000 rather than $10,000 cumulatively across all PRF payments. Third, recipients will have a 90-day period to complete reporting rather than a 30-day reporting period. Fourth, the reporting requirements are now applicable to recipients of the skilled nursing facility and nursing home infection control distribution, in addition to general and other target distributions. And finally, the PRF reporting portal will open for providers to start submitting information on July 1, 2021. This section is entitled, A Bird's Eye View. So that our readers might be able to better understand the date parameters relative to the payment received period and the reporting period, a chart was provided within our article that originates from the HHS's own website. It shows the new reporting periods based on the changes uh, that were just received from HHS. You can find that on the HHS website. So according to HHS, the reporting requirements do not apply to the Rural Health Clinic COVID-19 testing program or the two claims reimbursement programs, that is, the HRSA COVID-19 uninsured program and the HRSA COVID-19 coverage assistant fund. If you have further questions about the changes to the usage and reporting requirements, you can go to the HHH link that you find in our written article. The link basically says HHS issues revised notice of reporting requirements and reporting timeline for recipients of provider relief fund payments at hhs.gov. If you have questions about the business services that we provide here at Miramed Global Services, business services specifically to hospitals, you can contact us by going to info at miramedgs.com. Remember that our desire is to help hospitals enhance their efficiencies so that they can better focus on the mission of healing. Thank you.